Hey, this is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday meditation podcast. It's very humid here in the Atlanta area today. I'm in the backyard. It's a lovely day. It's, it is humid. Not much of a breeze. And just so you know, I took my own advice last week. And I took the week off. I rested. And I played. And for me, that means I did some writing. I did some drawing. I did some walking. I did some fun reading. I went to bed at a good hour. uh, Watched a few good movies. I didn't spend much time in front of the screen. I was on my computer screen, but um, I didn't spend, I didn't just sit in front of the television and I wasn't on my phone that much. I wasn't texting a lot. So I, I found that that over a period of a week of just reducing screen time, it was restful. And we've talked about this, and we talk about it in class a lot, how the frequencies, and and we all know this, we know this, the frequencies from any kind of screen, right? Our phones, our computers, our laptops, our, our... all this, our Bluetooth, <laughs> like we're surrounded by all this. And those frequencies are not coherent compared to the frequencies in nature. And I did spend more time this week outside. We did have rain, um, but it hasn't been uncomfortably warm. So I spent more time outside. Some of, some of the time was just sitting and reading. And I was reading, um, I, sometimes I like to read young adult novels for, just for the sheer fun. And some of the people who write uh, young adult work are very good. I was reading a couple of books by Rick Riordan, um, who writes about children that are the offspring of the gods from primarily from Greek mythology but also from Roman mythology and he he does such a great job of weaving all that mythology into the stories so um, everybody gets to learn a little bit of Greek and Roman mythology while being entertained. So that's always a good trade-off. So what I found is I was sleeping better, but, and what I mean by that, I was sleeping deeper. So my, my body was getting more and better rest. And what is, why is that important? So it's important because 
that is when our system, our whole system, is, is in healing mode. And the deeper we sleep, the better that works. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine um, who's recovering from massive surgery. And he's, a lot of the friends and people that he works with are like, okay, glad you're back. Let's just get back to business. And I know this because um, I've talked to several people who've had like massive heart surgeries or other kinds of surgeries. And they have told me that people expect them to be just like they were before the massive surgery or the heart attack or whatever it was. And in some cases, a good friend of mine who lives in Arkansas said it took him more than a year to even begin to feel. He had quadruple bypass. And he said it took him more than a year to begin to feel. He looked good. He felt good. He was walking. He was, you know, able to work. And he didn't feel like himself. And he didn't have the level of energy. He didn't have the same kind of focus that he had before his heart crashed and before he had the surgery. So our systems need good rest in order to heal. And it's important to remember that our bodies, our whole physical, emotional system is doing its best to heal whatever, whatever it is. Not just bumps and bruises, but all kinds of things. So another thing that I, that I don't do is I don't watch scary movies. I just don't. Like with monsters and <laughs> and things. I I did find years ago. I did find the monsters to be amusing and funny and and I just I find that that watching movies like that triggers a, a higher stress response in my system. And this is the thing as, as well, and we've talked about this before, is that when we watch movies, a lot of the information is subliminal, and because movies are for the purpose of entertainment, primarily, we do not filter that flood of information that's coming in from sound and words, like music and words and um, all the visual information. I mean, movies are just loaded, loaded with information. And we don't filter it for the most part. So, my point is, our systems are always trying to 
heal, always. It's what the human body does. And if we watch super scary or violent things, especially before we go to bed, on a subconscious level, we're triggering danger, 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 because our subconscious does not do a good job of differentiating between what is real and what is not. Like, like if somebody, we see somebody shooting a gun, the subconscious doesn't totally differentiate between that that's an image compared to a real person. Okay, so you get the, you get the idea. And the, one of the main parts of the brain that's involved in stress response is the amygdala. So we want, when we go to bed, we want our amygdala to be quiet. We want that whole system of, of alerts, right? Danger, danger, right? We want that whole system to be quiet so we can get better rest. And the other thing I did this week was I did writing did some writing and that made me very happy because when I get into my busy mode and yes I do have a busy mode um, when I get into my busy mode I don't I tend not to do creative things so this week I did some drawing I got some new uh, color very color intense uh, Pencils, like watercolor pencils, but with very intense colors. And I just, I took my time and I did some cleaning and sorting and uh, went through some files and I found some books that I was looking for. It was great. It was great. So when we're, when we are creative, part of what we are doing is we are, are, actually changing neurologic connections and when we spend two or three hours paying attention to colors or drawing shapes or any of the things that we do when we draw or paint we're we're doing hand-eye coordination and we're also engaging both sides of the brain more so than we usually do. So that is very healthy for us. Very, very healthy. And it's calming. Anything we do that's creative is very calming for us. So there are lots of really good reasons to do something creative. Whatever, let's say that you haven't done anything creative in ages, but you used to love music, or you played the guitar, or you sang in chorus, or you were part of a band, or you wrote stories, or... You did graffiti, right, in your neighborhood. <laughs> like, 
Whatever you used to do, once upon a time, or things that you you did last year that were enjoyable for you and relaxing. Golf can be relaxing if you don't worry about your hook, right? I mean, just being outside in a in a environment it's full of trees and lots of green. Green is, is a very healing, soothing color for humans. And one of the things about living in Georgia, as I've mentioned before, is that there's so many different shades of green. It's amazing. I don't think there are... Um, I don't... I don't think if you tried to create colored pencils or crayons or watercolor uh, pencils in all of the shades of green that you just run out of pencils, okay? But we can mix colors so we don't have to do that. So I took my own advice. How about that? And it worked. It worked. So we know the world is a mess. We know we know things are just difficult, just incredibly difficult for many, many people. And because we're human beings, it means that, like it or not, we're all in this together. We are. We're in this in this life together and it can be very discouraging to look at the news to find out that somebody in our life is passing on um, or has passed on it, it just can be difficult aging can be difficult growing up can be difficult <laughs> Okay, so it's difficult. And whatever we can do to make things a little better for anyone, for anyone at all, makes a difference. And it is so important to take care of ourselves because the better that we sleep, the happier we are, the more creative we are, then we're we're bringing that into the world the healthier we are that's like a gift to the world and the the stronger we are the more coherent uh, the more balanced and creative our thinking is the more we have to offer the world and I see people who have retired um, and they're, they're healthy and they're like highly intelligent people and they've retired and they don't know how to behave and they're bored, 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 bored and grumpy. Like bored people are usually grumpy. So if you're feel regardless of whether you've retired or not, if you're feeling bored, 
and grumpy or just bored, um, that's a hint. That's a hint from your whole system that you might find a lot of value in doing something creative. Okay, so we all know this. It's just getting it into our daily routine. So I'm really glad that I took my own advice this week and did did a week of rest and play. And it is paying off and I'm I'm actually very pleased with myself. So, let's do our meditation. And I don't know if you can hear the birds. This this area is surrounded by trees. And it's pretty quiet in the hood. Today it's Sunday morning. You can hear the birds all around. There's just a tiny, tiny breeze. So it is warm. If you've been sitting, then get up and stretch a little bit. Stretch the muscles, tendons, ligaments. When we sit for a long time in one or hold one position, any one position, for a while, then our muscles and tendons and ligaments tend to stay in that kind of contraction. So it's always a good idea to stretch when you get up. So wherever in the world you are, I hope that it is peaceful and calm. I hope you are well and happy. So find a place that's comfortable. If you can meditate outside, that's great. If you can't, then you can imagine you're sitting with me in the backyard, surrounded by trees and so much beautiful greenery, right? See, there's plenty of room, plenty of chairs, so just pull up a chair, pull up a tree. (laughs) Pull up a tree. Okay, let's do a tree meditation. Got some great trees back here. Can't, can't ever go wrong with a tree meditation. Okay. And of course, if, if you can't be outside and, and you don't have a tree nearby or whatever it is, use your amazing imagination and see or feel yourself with a tree or in your, just your favorite spot somewhere in nature and you can rely on your imagination to put you there to create everything about it so 
find a tree, your favorite kind of tree, and let yourself lean on that tree. And as you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your feet. Feel the soles of your feet. Feel your toes. And if it's safe for you to be barefoot, then put your feet on the ground. Feel the, the twigs and the leaves and the, the grasses. Feel with your feet. Our feet have so many, many nerve endings. It's very awakening to use our feet. And as you breathe out, allow yourself to relax. To lean into that tree. To feel the tree supporting you, holding you. As you breathe in, all the way down into your feet, see or feel little roots, tiny little roots from your feet, just energetic roots going down into the earth, giving you more stability, more sensory awareness of the earth. Feel those roots moving into the earth, moving between all those particles of soil, looking for nutrients, looking for moisture. And as you breathe out, allow yourself to relax, to settle in and let, let that amazing tree support you and hold you. And as you breathe in all the way down into your feet, into your toes, into the roots, feel yourself more grounded, more stable, more centered. And as you breathe out, feel the energy in the tree from its roots and the energy from the roots, from your roots, moving up, moving up through your legs, up into your body, filling your body with that wonderful grounded energy. Be aware of the energy moving up, upward, through the tree. Feel the strength of that tree as it supports you. As you breathe in, be aware of your feet, our wonderful feet grounded on the earth. All those tiny roots reaching down into the earth, toward the core of the earth.
Feel yourself with every in-breath becoming more grounded, more centered. And as you're breathing out, allow yourself to relax against the tree and feel the energy from the earth moving up through your feet, from your roots, through your feet, up your legs, to your whole body. Feel that energy that the tree carries. As you breathe in, feeling yourself becoming more centered somewhere around your solar plexus, balanced by your feet, resting with the tree. Let yourself just be there and rest for a few minutes.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath all the way down to your feet, to your toes, be aware of how grounded you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, all the way out from the bottom of your lungs, out into the space all around you, be aware of how at ease and relaxed you are. If you can stay doing your meditation for a few more minutes, just stay with it. Stay with your breath. Let yourself rest with that tree. And if you have things you need to do, you should breathe in down to your feet, feel those roots coming back, back to the soles of your feet, your toes, you can still feel the energy from the earth moving up into your whole system. And as you breathe out, following your breath from the bottom of your lungs out into the space all around you. As you breathe out, very gently open your eyes. Be sure and thank your tree for supporting you for sharing its awareness, its energy, its strength, its beauty. Thank that tree for its support. So, that's an easy meditation to do if you're in a park somewhere and people will just think you're leaning up against a tree or sitting with a tree they won't think you're necessarily doing one of your favorite meditations right so I hope your week goes really well that you find time to rest and play be creative Take good care of yourself. And thank you for everything you do in the world to make it a better place. Great. Remember to breathe, and I'll talk to you next week.